Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Minipod Podcast. My name is Josh, joined as always by Josh Hunter and Randy. What have you been up to? You and I hiked Big Ben. We did. 30 miles in three days, two nights. We did. Super fun. Best sunrise, sunset I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I feel like, for me, can I be honest with you? Sunset, to me, was almost better than the sunrise. I thought they were both good. They were both just great. It was incredible. So so what we did is we hiked uh, a modified outer mountain loop. And so if I understand it correctly, there's a 30-mile loop that goes around the base of the mountains in Big Bend. The guy we went with, an old compadre of yours, uh, he has uh, this modification where you, you go around the bottom, but then you climb up and you uh, go on what what's called uh, East Rim and South Rim. And so, obviously, on the east rim, you can see the sunrise, uh, and you're at 7,000 feet elevation. You climb every step of that to get up there, and it was absolutely incredible. It was awesome. It was incredible. It was excruciatingly painful on day one. Um, no, it wasn't. <laughs> just for Josh. <laughs> so I'll, I'll day one's you. like flat. It's just like he got sunburned on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot. It was a mental thing for me because, uh, you know, I'm carrying my pack and I'm not in as good of shape as green is. That's and right. so I'm, I'm kind of trudging through literally through the desert. Like there was this wash there where it was real fine, kind of like fine, yeah, rocky, like sand sandy, caliche stuff. Yeah. And so your, your legs are burnt out. But then you're just walking through the desert. I mean, like for real. And there, there's no... The payoff was a that big first, open space in a field yeah. near some cactus. Like, that that's first what we're day was with. like 11 or 12 miles. Yeah. It was tough. It was brutal. Um, and you were exposed. There was like no shade hardly in, at all that whole day. So like, it was tough. I was just messing with you. So as I'm walking through the desert by myself, that's right, because they were so far ahead of me. <laughs> there were times where I had to stop and like look around and like, okay, that could be the trail. That could be the trail. That could be the trail. You needed them to like Hansel and Gretel you and like leave, <laughs> leave some bread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A little crumbs for you to follow. Yeah, but I made it. And the second day, sometimes I would call back to Josh, and he would call back, and I know he was on the right track. And right. So, and I'd be talking about, it and I'd be like, I can't believe this. <laughs> and he'd call back and be like, Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> doing great. It's awesome. It's so no, good. there were times when, when I was kind of waiting on Josh, and I, I was like, I can hear someone's like. Who are you talking to? He goes talking to myself. <laughs> Just talking out loud to himself as he walks. Yeah. So, so for real, I, I like to I like to take some time. Um, at the end of the year, and I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but but to just kind of get away on a trip like that, whether it's by myself or whoever, there's always uh, a time in one of those trips where I can kind of assess the year in the past, look at you know to the year ahead, and kind of just get some time with the Lord. Um, and it was really good because those guys were so far ahead of me <laughs> to that trip. It was like, okay, well, a lot of solo time. For it, hours. it was yeah. good. There was times when we were alone, kind of just in our head, hiking, doing something difficult. That was fun. But then we hung out around mills. Yeah, and, it was great. You know, like it was fun. That last night, it was 24 degrees. That was cold. cold, man. So I stayed cold. warm in my bag, but outside that bag, it was it was rough. You know, we were up there on the East Rim. You can see miles. Of, I mean, you can see into Mexico. Like yeah, it was real. It was really incredible. But as soon as that sun went down, I was like, peace i'm going to my bed and it's cold and so i bundled up in the in the sleeping bag and it was cold but it wasn't like unbearable so in the national park you can't have fires there's a burn bin so that first day we legit we we walked you know 11 or 12 miles at seven o'clock it's pitch black there's no fire and so we get in our tent i slept for 11 hours yeah. that night <laughs> it was wild. it was great <laughs> it was wild the next night it was too cold i didn't sleep that and i was think i had so much sleep but like i didn't sleep bad it was a nice. The first night it was like it was perfect. It was like forty five, you know. Yeah. And it was just I mean it was awesome. But 
highly recommend. And I kept telling the second day was was a lot better. It was you know, it was it was straight uphill, but it was shaded, and you know you can kind of break it up with like. <laughs> that one time I was like, all right, I'm going to take 50 steps, and I counted 50 <laughs> steps, and I stopped and took a break. It was cool too because we harvested the water and used like our filtration system and all that. Like that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like I think my kids will like that. We're definitely going to do something with them in that direction probably not that same loop but a version of that hike and do some of that harvesting yeah. and stuff and and now if you're listening green you can defend like it wasn't an eat like a walk in the park like no you're in different shape than i am i was very sore yeah. like my my feet blisters are just now starting to yeah. feel better like so it's not like, a week, it's a week removed so i, I paint it like it's I mean, it's thirty miles. Like it, it thirty was, miles is a long way. It was it was with seven thousand feet of elevation gain. Yeah. Well, where do you start? Yeah, uh, I think you, you overall like, it was probably like the first two days, forty five hundred feet maybe. Yeah, the first two days. Yeah, that second day you're going you're but going three thousand nine hundred feet, like straight straight, straight, straight up. up. Yeah. What's funny is that day two, where you camp, you can see the mountain we're about to, to camp on top of. And you know that that day you're yeah, going to walk one, up yeah. that, mount, that yeah. mountain. Like, you're like, how are you going to get there? And we start walking, and the guy that was with us was like, we're going up there. And I was like, where? <laughs> he's like, right there on the edge. Right there you see it. And I was like, what? And we did. Is it switchbacks going up? Or is it just like yeah. a little path? Yeah, a little, a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, it was, it was pretty. And, and I had to get through that second day. I was like, not everybody can do this. I'm not doing great, but not everybody can do this. You That's know? right. So, we know from experience, not everybody can. I'm do probably it. on. I'm on that list for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, the the guy that we went with. His name is Josh as well. So there were three Joshes. Josh's. Um, he he um, a- afterwards sent us um, a table, and it's it it was type one fun, type two fun, and type three fun. Type one is it's fun, and while you're doing it, you enjoy it. Type two fun is. It's fun afterwards, you know. Like like the payoff is worth it. Type three fun is it's not fun at all. And this is definitely type two fun. I was like, you make it. You know, uh, parts of it were great and just beautiful, picturesque. But then reflecting on it, you're like, okay, gain some really good things from that. I know I can do this. Probably don't have to do that exact thing again. But it was fun. It was cool too. Like on top of the east room, like there's like a thousand foot drop. Like if you take one more step, like. There's literally no going back. But also, you get a little woozy, like just kind of standing there. Like it's breathtaking. It makes you feel really small, which I think is good for you. You know, there was this was um, awesome. photo op where you're. We were hiking out on that last day, and there's just a rock that kind of juts out over the cliff, and like you said, a thousand foot drop. You know, and uh, Josh that that led us on the trip. He's like, all right, here, here's our photo op. If you guys want to go out there or whatever, and so like, yeah, okay, cool. And I went out there, and he's like, go further. I wish no, I would take a video no. of Josh Lyles trying to calmly edge out to that uh, on that rock for the picture. Like he was like shaking in his face, like like, like he was like dude, I'd I'd be be right awesome. there with you, dude. It was it was pretty crazy. I get I get a little sketched out with heights. You know, I want to be brave, but I'm just not. You know, I just, just not with that. I can do things, but not that. That yeah. wasn't a thing. Uh-uh. And we didn't see any bears. I was hoping we'd see bears, but no bears. Snakes? Yes. No snakes. We didn't really see any wild. We, we saw, saw a couple. We saw a couple bucks. There was some sort of Mexican whitetail or something, so we all did Guadalupe Peak, and um, that was hard. But I'm telling you, this was it was pretty pretty challenging, pretty challenging. I would say probably harder next. Do you year, think so? Yeah, because it well, it's, for one, it's longer. Yeah, like it's three days. Yeah, 30 I guess miles. maybe you could take that that second day, and I would I would equate it yes. to that. But but 
in the 30 miles. Day was, two is like Guadalupe, but yeah. we did it day before and after. Yeah. Next year, my goal is to take a like a three-day, two-night kayaking trip. Yes. Like through the Rio Grande or something. Like the pictures of that are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of bucket list material. That's that's doable for anybody, too. And it's really pretty affordable if you kind of you – know, like if Josh goes with us again and kind of can lead the way. Yeah. Does he do that on the side? He's kind of like a guy yeah. on the side. Yeah. He has a he, – he's not necessarily an outfitter, but he knows enough, and then he has some kayaks. So he, he doesn't like, have like an official outfitting company, but he'll yeah. take you. But like if we want Ocotillo to go – Ocotillo Outfitters, shout yeah, out. let's go. Sponsor. Uh, <laughs> like he, he could rent us like the, like the stuff we would need Sweet. and lead the trip. It's, it's really fun. We had a blast. Is that so. spring or a fall trip? I think or, either or, I think. Yeah. But I, it's, not it's winter. Like, yeah. Not, not winter. winter. Or summer. Too or hot. summer. Summer you'll die. Yeah. Be brutal. Like the trip we just took, the Big Ben trip, you would not do that like in June, July. Ooh. Like Because, too, like even that first day, it was like Dude. 60 degrees. But we were exposed to the sun in the Every desert. bit of 85. So it felt like 80 or 90. Yeah. So I Even wore like though the a, temperature was 60, it felt different. I wore like a, like a T-shirt and a, a, like a sun hoodie. It's all hiking for five miles. And I'm like, I'm so hot. <laughs> so I had to like take one of my shirts off, you know, and like in my pants. And then <laughs> he cut his pants off at the knee and then at night duct taped them back on. <laughs> Not really. Michael Scott. Oh, Michael Scott. <laughs> but no, yeah, it was, it was hot. And I, th- I this sounds so stupid, but there were times where I'm like, I can understand how people get lost in the desert and die <laughs> because it's a mind game, man. Like you're just going, and I was like, we're walking by these campsites, and I'm like, you know what? Three of us can fit there, <laughs> but he's got this one that he wants. Three of us can fit there. I'll stay at this one. They can stay at that one. Uh, just but, the record, I thought you did great, Josh Thanks. Graves, and um, I appreciated all the spots that you led us to. So I thought you were complimenting me. <laughs> no, he said terrible. He said Josh Wallace did terrible. He said that Josh asked him. Josh. So it's Josh Green, Josh Lyles, Josh Graves. Josh Graves asked me this question he's about to say he said uh, do you think Lyles is doing as good as you thought and he said I think he's doing better yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm dragging myself up the mountain but anyways good times it was it really was a great trip and I, I would do it again I would do it again in a lighter fashion um, gotta be prepared I think mentally and physically so we're starting to work out tomorrow we are 7.35 at my house 7.35 that's a.m. Hunter that's what time I leave for work, and I'm supposed to be there at 7. So <laughs> won't make work on time and won't make the workout. I love it. Anything else, Randy? You went to the football games? Yeah, it was awesome, man. So I, there, I was a youth pastor for a while, and one of my former students is actually a coach at DeSoto. Uh, so me and my son Brock, uh, we watched DeSoto play South Lake in Allen, uh, which that stadium was pretty amazing. You've probably heard about that one. It's it's really nice. Um, and then this past weekend, we went and watched uh, the state games on Saturday. So it was the 5A Division Two, and then the two 6A games, and it's pretty awesome. But it's great seeing, you know, people or you know, they were kids when they were in my youth ministry, like grow up, be adults, be good husbands, good fathers, and succeed on that level. You know, DeSoto's a really dominant program, and this guy's a really good coach. So he's the offensive line coach. Uh, so that's good to see. And then, you know, when you're there, you're seeing, you know, his family and other kids that were in our youth group back then that are still friends. And cool. so it's just nice to catch up and see everybody, and uh, it was a good time. So the the Southlake game was just me and Brock. Uh, this past one, uh, Keeley went, and Brock and his girlfriend, and we had a good time. 
So when we brought it up to my 11-year-old uh, that we were going to watch football all day Saturday, he died a little bit inside. <laughs> uh, so we uh, talked to his grandma, and he stayed the weekend with his grandma. So he had a great time. And yeah, I saw him at church this morning. So, I was like, yeah. why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. When we, we brought up football, like I said, he, he could tell he was just was not <laughs> he was having it. He was not about it. It's not for everybody, but no. if you like football, it's for you. It's amazing. Because yeah. it's, it's Wednesday yeah. through Saturday. Yeah. Three yeah. three games a day at the, the best. The mecca of football in, in Texas, Cowboy yeah. Stadium, and even the blowouts. one ticket gets you in, right? Like you can watch all three games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like fifteen dollars a day, twenty dollars a day, something like that, wild. and then you watch those three games a day and free open, um, uh, open seating. You just go yeah, wherever. Sit wherever you want. Yeah. And so you do that. You kind of like when we first got in there, you kind of just sit wherever you can, and then between the games, stuff you, you clears out, right so down. you kind of work your mm-hmm. way in yeah, different places. And um, so yeah, it was a, it was a blast. Highly recommend. And even even the blowout games, like Desoto was a blowout game, and and stuff like that. There's still people making amazing plays. And when you remind yourself these are high school yeah, kids, man, it's wild. You see them on the big screen, and they've got you know they're they're stronger, bigger, stronger, faster than I am. You know, at 42, um, it's still just impressive the, the the plays that are made and just that level of competition. It's pretty great. So there were there were ten games played, two on Wednesday, and then three. I don't know. I think it was that, yeah. Something like so that. So it was like the six-man on Wednesday, I think. And then it's uh, – there's games at 11, 3, and 7, I think it is, uh, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So across those games, there were 193,776 fans. That's crazy. It's wild. It is. What's the capacity of the stadium? 100,000. That's crazy. Hey, what did you but say? But even still, like, um, Mart played Albany, which is Albany's by Abilene. And they said the, the attendance for that game, you know, I think Albany's probably 2,000 people in their mm-hmm. town, maybe. A little 2A school. Uh, the attendance for that game was like 8,500, 8,500 people. Yeah, it was amazing. Was it you that was talking about the uh, the um, win-loss records of state? Was that you? Yeah, what was I can't remember. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, it was absurd. It was like all the wins and losses of all the teams combined. I mean, the the total losses of the kids at, of the teams at state was like less than five. Yeah, total losses for the whole year of everybody that was there. And then again, some of those teams got blown out at state. Yeah, it was wild. Congratulations to Alito, our brother-in-law. Yeah, Weaver lives there, and he uh, they won their twelfth in the last fifteen years, something like that. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. domination, nuts, dude. Something nuts. And then apparently they um, they stayed under the threshold to go to six A by like. Dozens of kids, like not many at all. When you're talking about that, that. sounds shady. Somebody <laughs> said Desoto might like be dropping down. Why? Yeah, day. which is no, five A because they dominated six A. Yeah. yeah, they and won by sixty points. Yeah, right? it's all based on attendance. So don't hold me to that. If you're listening, Desoto also sh- beat Duncanville, who also won state in six A. Yeah. yeah, or whatever. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's wild. Yeah, they're building a dynasty. And Duncanville was good too. And you know what's really cool about those games too is a lot of those guys are obviously D one commits, and yeah. so a lot of them are repping where they're going. Yeah, and so. Like the, uh, I think it was the running back for uh, Duncanville, maybe. I, I believe it was. Like he had an LSU gloves, you know, and Dang. so like he had scored. He had, he'd put them up to the screen or whatever, you know, and you'd see it. Cool. Guys out there with, you know, longhorn gloves and things like that. It was pretty, That's pretty cool. It's cool. awesome. Fun times, man. Fun times. Football's great. Love football. Love baseball. Football's fun. Unless you're, Unless you're a Cowboys, Cowboys fan. fan, then it's up and yeah. down. <laughs> that was tough. All over the place. Yep. Yeah. I didn't think it would get brought up yet. <laughs> yeah. I figured it was too sore. <laughs> it is. 
I told these guys I thought I was more sanctified than to let a football game and a team <laughs> ruin a day for me, but it turns out mm. I'm not. Mm. So Bills Mafia got us. Yeah. Hunter, how about you, man? Are things going good? Just surviving, brother. That was that was like a horse mouth. Yeah. Just getting it. No, we hadn't done much. Went to the Gaylord, went to the ice show. You went you went to the ice exhibit at the Gaylord? Yeah. How was yeah, that? it was pretty cool. Uh it was fast because Carter's you know, he's six months old, so the ice I mean the <laughs> the room is twenty eight degrees, yeah. twenty seven degrees and fans blowing everywhere. So we had to hustle through it so we didn't get to look at it. You know, any, in depth. The other two fellows, have y'all been to the Gaylord Ice? I'm not. I've been around it. I was out there. Keely had a Christmas party one year, so <laughs> I thought you were like I, I was out there when they were harvesting. <laughs> the ice. I looked in the window. So it's cool. I, I think you for no, sure need to go. It's cold. It, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That Some good say one. freezing. <laughs> they it, give you these big parkas, right? Yeah, huge yeah. parkas. Yeah. So I was wearing Carter, and he was tucked in. You know, I zipped him up all the way up to his neck, so he was just hanging out, just sure. checking out everything. So it's cool, cool to go. Check it out for sure once in your life just to see it because, I mean, the the work of those guys that built those sculptures is nuts. I mean, it was Grant's theme this year, so. And then at the end they have the the big clear nativity or whatever. Nativity clear scene, so that's really cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. So, uh, that's about it. Just doing the old six-month-old and six-month pregnant life right now. Not me, what Lauren is. (laughs) How's it going? (laughs) It's going. It's fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun territory. It's chaotic. Then, yeah. But it's good. It's fun. And it's busy. Carter, obviously, is a boy. The, see. The next one is... Girl. And we can say that. We can say that. It's good. official. It's on the pods. Do have a name? Not announced yet. Cool. Uh, what was it? Absidy? Absidy. Ladasha. That's L-A-Dash-A. Ladasha. Yeah. Well... I'm glad you got to experience that. It's fun. Glad Carter's going to have those memories today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it cleared his mind about 20 minutes after we walked out the door. Cool. You guys have any New Year resolutions? Do we do those things? I know we've talked about goals time and time again. So this should come out late January. So, so all right, mine right should on be broken. time for us yeah. to be breaking all of our New Year's resolutions. I love it. Y'all have any? I'll get mine out of the way quick. I, I usually don't make any. I, this year, I plan on doing it in the past. <laughs> I really haven't. Your resolution is to make make yeah, one right now. Me. Yeah, yeah. Let's make it right now. We're recording this before the year's over, so make one right now. Um, I'm going to stick with my plan I got going on right now, my little daily morning routine. Okay. A little Good. journaling, a little 15-minute little morning routine, a little, little uh, study of the Word, a little, little journaling in the uh, – uh, prayer journal, and then uh, a little five minute prayer. Start the day, and uh, I'm gonna commit to doing that. Yeah, you're killing you it go. so far, man. So, you're doing a great job. It's been yeah. a game changer, really has. So good. If anybody's looking for a little a short, you know, concise journal to to journal in, Daily Kairos. Okay. Saw it on Facebook. Just ordered it out of, off a whim, and it's been incredible. But good. that's well, what it is. So right, we're gonna hold simple. you to it, huh? We're gonna hold you to it. Okay. Hold me to it. All right. And listeners, too, if you see me out in public, check me. <laughs> so you, New Year's resolutions aren't a thing. I kind of look to see maybe what, like, popular ones are. Every year, like, people – the gyms get so full in January, but by Valentine's Day, it's back to normal. So, like, that's that's kind of comical. Happens every yeah, year. Yeah, that, that's kind of the lose weight, get fit. Yeah. 
And you just mark it's a it new out. year. Next year. <laughs> Again. <laughs> this time. Did for a couple of weeks. Quit smoking. That's one. Learn something new. Spiritually, you always hear about people saying, like, next year I'm going to read through the Bible in a year, mm-hmm. which is a great goal. It's just very difficult. Yeah, especially four chapters a day. Especially if you don't, like, have that rhythm already just to jump in and, and do four chapters a day consistently. That's four chapters a day every day without messing up. Yep. Also, like, you get into, like, Jeremiah and Ezekiel, and that's some tough reading, especially yeah. if you don't know the context, especially if, yeah. like, dude, it's all doom and gloom there for a while. Like, it's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. So you're saying don't make that resolution? I'm saying you should go back to our goal setting and get your values and start realistically. Be, <laughs> be goals. Yes. Be goals. I think if you can read through the Bible in a year, it's great. I think that you can grow a ton in your faith without reading through the entire Bible in one year. Also, you can take that same plan, make it two- or three-year plan, yeah. and read the Bible in three years at a more sustainable pace. This past year, this person on Twitter says, I went to the gym four times, and my New Year resolution is to cut that number in half. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked a lot in the past about goals. We did um, a goal episode um, in 2022. We did one at the end of 2023, and we kind of talked about uh, instead of instead of making specific goals like being specific kind of people uh and and i think we we started talking about uh, this idea of life domains yeah yeah for me just for me man you know we talk about goal setting you know uh, i think a lot of people and again we, we kind of addressed this last month but kind of set arbitrary goals you know just maybe that's like a felt need or maybe it's uh you know just an area of their life that they want to improve but it's not tied to the deeper things. And we kind of talked at length about that last month, you know, not tied to the kind of person they want to be yeah. overall or whatever. It's just, hey, I, you know. What can is, I fix right now to yeah, feel good about myself? Yeah, I want to be better right. right now, you know. But without any forethought of how it ties into who God's called you to be or, uh, or anything like that. And so we had kind of talked about, you know, tying those goals into life domains. Uh, and, um, well, that, that's my approach, I should say. You know, my approach is I, I kind of have these – these big life domains, these essentially these foundations, I call them. They're because I just work that way. I call them seven foundations, and they're all F words. I kind of base my goals on those domains because I think about the kind of faith that I want to have, the kind of family I want to have, the kind of fitness I want to have. I think about my finances. Uh, I think about you know my friends. I think about you know these kind of things, and so um, you know. All that's tied into what Josh talked about so well last month as far as the kind of guy I want to be and the health I want to have in those areas. And so I think if I remember right, we just talked about maybe tackling some of those uh, domains over the next few months and just kind of getting into, you know, when it comes to like your physical health, physical fitness, that's always a hot button issue this time of year. What does it look like for us to be successful and healthy and uh, well in this area of fitness? You know, what does that look like for us? And um, I can tell you this for, uh, you know, from my own experience as well. Um, there's a lot of people that think that if, if I'm just more fit, that I'm going to be more happy and I'm going to be more, my life's going to be more complete. And I know of a person specifically, um, and I, I'm pretty far removed from this person. So nobody knows who I'm talking about and it doesn't matter. But, um, this person's marriage was struggling. Their spouse was really fit. This person was way overweight. Um, they, their marriage was struggling. And this person thought, man, if I can just get, if I can just lose all this weight 
It's going to essentially fix my marriage. It's going to fix all these problems in my life. Um, and lost a lot of weight. Still ended up getting divorced. Uh, and I remember this person telling me directly, you know, I thought once I got all this weight off uh, that uh, everything was going to be better, like my whole life was going to improve. And, and there are things that are better, uh, but it doesn't solve the deeper issues in my heart and things like that. So, um, you know, we have these fitness goals. And if that's what it is, again, I think we're going to focus on on our physical health, the physical domain, kind of the domains we you know, you can break those down however you want to, but a lot of people think of those domains in that like physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, mental health, uh, social, relational health, you know, and I don't know how many we'll talk about over the next few months, uh, but it just seemed kind of fitting we talked about physical health because that's always a hot button issue for people yeah. the first of the year. So yeah, especially you know? this time. Yeah, like everybody exactly. wants to lose some weight and yeah. drink more water, get better sleep, whatever. Yeah. Well, too, like, like on the more vain side of it is, is, is like the time to prepare your body for summer really is now. Absolutely. Like yeah. you, it, it yeah. takes some months. Like, like if you really like care about what you look like with a bathing suit on, like now's the time to kind of get that physical part in check if that's what you care about. Yeah. I think part of like the discussion today though is there's way more this whole idea of physical health than like if you look good in a bathing suit or not. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think, again, you know, if you don't tie it into to the deeper things of your life and it, as long as this stuff has the proper place and, you know, that's a whole other conversation on like these idols of our life and things like that. You know, these things that um, we think that we essentially end up worshiping, you know what I mean? We want to give all yeah. of our time, money and attention to this fitness stuff in, in hopes that it's going to fulfill us in ways that really only Jesus can. Having said that. The Lord wants us to take care of our bodies. You know, we want to be sure. fit. We want to be, uh, we want to take care of the one body that we have that that God has given us. Um, and when you bring that kind of stuff into it, for me, it brings a weight to it. <laughs> no pun intended, um, <laughs> it, but it brings some gravity to it. It's like, okay, this is bigger than just. Um, I mean, yes, I want to look good, and I can tell you, man. You know, I've I've struggled some since Thanksgiving. Uh, but when I was eating carnivore, and I'm, I'm about to hit it again, um, just because I can feel a difference being off of it, um, you do feel better. I mean, yeah. your energy level uh, matters, your confidence level, your all these things. It, it does add to your life, uh, but as long as it is just that, like an addition to your life and not the whole thing your life is built around, uh, your entire identity and, and all that thing is, is in your fitness level. And I think Josh Green is a, is a good example of that. He's extremely fit. Um, he, he works hard and no, that's he, a fact. <laughs> he, he eats well, he works out, all that kind of stuff. He helps other people do that. Um, but that's just an important part of his life. It's not, it's not who he is. He's not, you know, uh, that guy uh, as, as a whole. So I think that's important. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I think just a quick thought on mine for sure is now that I have a son, have a daughter, I want to be physically fit so I can do things with them when they get older. What about your wife? You don't plan on getting older with her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she didn't neglect I, they're her. They're going to be kids. I freaking so love it. Dude. I knew I it was coming as soon as I said it. They're going to be playing sports. Yeah. No, I get Lauren's it. not going to be on the Little League team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you done? What if she can is? I talk now? She could be a coach. So, so uh, let me get this straight. You don't love Lauren. She's God, incapable of helping coach with the kids. Here we go. Uh, but no, I, I want to be there and be able to, you know, throw bat in practice or you know, walk think, the golf course. I think yeah. that's the key yeah. when we talk about the physical domain. Like, I think if you want to have six pack abs, that's great. I don't think that's necessary or needed yeah. or like really what we're talking about. Um, when we say physical health. I'm like more. My thought immediately goes is: Do you have the energy and the ability to function in the ways that you feel called to function? So, like, yeah. 
I want to have enough energy to be able to discipline and raise and love and invest in the five boys that I have in my home and my wife and the youth ministry that I have. And um, I want to be as, you know, like I want to be able to do the things that I feel God has called me to do. And in my nutrition program, I start everybody out with how much sleep they're getting, how much water they're drinking, and then just helping them learn how to be mindful of what they're putting into their body food-wise. Because most people don't drink water, they they don't really get good quality sleep, and they have no idea what they're putting in their body or how many calories they're putting in their body. And so just like those three things, within like a week or two, if you can kind of begin to change those, you begin to feel massively different and tend to have a crazy amount of energy because you're doing basic things like hydrating your body and getting enough sleep yeah. and then fueling it with food. I can tell you on, on – I, I well – there was one situation, and this was probably 15 years ago, when some friends of mine were doing some mission work in the, the mountains of Mexico. And I was invited to go, but knew that I could not um, physically do that back then. Um, and that was a really uh, kind of a sobering thought for me at the time. It's like, man, you know, uh, you know, this is a good opportunity to bring the gospel to people that need to hear it, and yet I physically can't do that. Um, and I should be. I mean, at that point, you know, I was in my, you know, what was that? Like I said, 15 years ago. So I was in my late 20s. I mean, goodness gracious, I should be able to go hike these mountains or whatever and, and not have a problem. And then I know for a fact, too, like when it comes to my family, um, you know, there's been times where I've been too tired, you know, in a, in a carb coma and that kind of stuff where I just haven't had the energy to do stuff with my kids, you know, like we could be out at the park riding bikes or something, but instead we're sitting at the house, you know, all sitting around on our devices, uh, and just as kind of life is passing by, you know? And so, uh, there's some regret there. And so, you know, thinking about this physical stuff, I mean, like you said, the energy is a big one. I was listening to a guy talk the other day, uh, and he, he and his wife were both in the military. Uh, and so he, it was not a biblical or, or gospel center thing at all, but, because of their military background, he talked about even though they've been out of the military for a while, they stay mission ready is what they called it. Uh, and so he stays fit just for, you know, stuff if life was to come up. You know, I guess in his mind, I'm thinking, you know, like if somebody tries to come up and like carjack him or something like that, like he's prepared to go. You yeah. know, if somebody did that for me, I'd have like a, a good 30 seconds of fight <laughs> and then it's over and then they can have whatever they want, you know. Um, and I used to always have that thought, too, when I'd be running in the park and stuff. I thought, man. I don't care anything of valuable on me, but if, if somebody wanted to, they can come push me over right now, and I'm over here trying to catch my breath. Give me breath. your cigar. Take, yeah, take, exactly. Exactly. Take whatever they wanted. Um, but being mission-ready in the sense of, yeah, who, who has God called you to be? What's he called yep. you to do? Uh, most likely the people listening to this have families uh, or will have families. Uh, you have missions that God has called you to do. And even from just like a, a clarity of mind standpoint, to be able to maybe lead people in your, even if you get a Bible study or a small group or something, to be able to love people well and, and have the energy to, you know, send those texts out, send the check-ins and, you know, do the Bible study you need and, you know, be able to sit down and focus for more than, you know, 30 seconds or a minute on a Bible study, you know, that clarity of mind, all those things play into our physical yeah. readiness and the junk that we put into our body. Uh, and I say that as the biggest guy in this podcast, right? Like this has been a struggle with me for a long time. And thankfully, uh, with some of the stuff I've been doing for a while and me, you know, again, not that this is about me at all, but I've, I've had a pretty good like exercise history. Mine is a hundred percent nutritional problems, you know, that I'm working through. Uh, and so 
you can never outwork a bad diet. I can tell you that from experience. Uh, I think I was the only person to ever do CrossFit and gain weight. That's all <laughs> uh, I told them they, could, they should donate my body to science and study it. You know, um, but uh, again, it was it was more it was more, and that even gets into the spiritual domain. Um, and I think that's another thing that we haven't discussed yet. But we might. It's probably a bad time to throw it in. Uh, we're very professional on this podcast. We segue <laughs> very right. well and are very yes. well thought out, but. All these domains are connected to the physical, the spiritual, yes. the mental, uh, emotional, social health. All that stuff is connected together. I think it's so, very important to yes. understand that, that it's not like you can't just partition your lives into like domains under yeah. the umbrella of who we yeah, are, right? Yeah, like exactly. who, we're, who we're meant to be. Yeah. So that's why my little nutrition side hustle is called Link. It's the idea that all of life is linked together. And the heart behind Link is the passion to work with people to help them become the person <laughs> yeah. they want to be. We are professionals. Of life. We, we are go. professionals. I want to give yeah. you a little. I want to oh, give you a little wait. shout out. We'll so, add. so, but like what Randy said is you exact. struggle with discipline, diet fad, <laughs> spirituality, setting goals and achieving goals, impulse control, time management, too much screen time, feeling unfulfilled because you're not where you wish you were, feeling unchallenged in life, poor relationships and relational skills. If any of these categories describe you, Link could be incredibly beneficial for you. How about that? Is that our website? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so Link Nutrition <laughs> is for those who want to help with weight loss or weight gain. We can help you lose pounds or pack on muscle. And Link Life helps you identify your values, overcome major life issues, and develop a plan to win. Man. That and now back like to Nickelback game plan right there <laughs> um, on 103.7 the fan. <laughs> I wanted so, to sound like a commercial. What I found podcast, is that when you begin to take steps to get healthy, like like say you do make a New Year's resolution to go to the gym, if you do that consistently, it does tend to affect your mind and your emotions and your outlook and your psychology, yeah. which tends to lead to health in other areas. Like. Getting healthy in one area tends to bleed over and to help you get healthier in other areas. It doesn't necessarily guarantee it, but it tends to help. Yeah. When I'm most healthy, it's because multiple like domains of my life are kind of pointed in going in the right direction. Yeah. And usually when stuff's not going well, there's a domain or two that's like it's kind of a dumpster fire. You yeah. know, and it's like when you kind of gear everything in the direction of where you want to go, which if you can clarify that based on your values like last month – when your domains of life are headed to the kind of person you want to be, it tends to change your outlook and your perspective and your motivation. It tends to encourage you to do more difficult things that we should be doing. Yeah. And so it all works together. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, the six times that I worked out last year, my domains were rocking. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other That's day. New Year's resolution, man. <laughs> yeah. Start working out. No, yours is more actually drink th- water. Drink water, yeah. And yeah. then it start working What's out. In yes. that? What's in that cup? Tea. Well, tea is 99% water. I've had 24 ounces of water today. What? Yeah, I know. Dude, get 80 to 100 minimum. Mm. Huh. <laughs> I've had that much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you're actually going in the negative. That makes you are dehydrated. You, but, but, Does it? Yeah, sorry. No, I was just going to say. So you don't but care it about is, your body. It's connected very well. But, but really, I mean, I, I did work out more than that, but it wasn't much more. But those times that I did, it it really was a game changer mentally, spiritually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it connected very well. It's like well. the... Um, have y'all seen that? It's like a graduation speech. Where like It's like a Navy sailor or something. It's like you wake up every day and make your bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really insignificant, but it's like it's just starting your day off with a good choice. Yeah. And like sometimes making good choices and being the kind of person you know you're supposed to be, doing the things that you know you should do even when you don't want to do them, that has a snowball effect. Yeah. And you do that over a long period of time, and there's a lot of growth and change that happens. Mm-hmm. The thing that you and I have talked about a lot, we we've we share our love of that book, Atomic Habits so by good. James Clear. And it's a quote that you know me and my brother talk about a lot, but... 
just that every action that we take is a vote for the kind of person we want to be. Come on. Uh, and again, that's, that's, I've probably said it on the podcast before, cause that's something I think about a lot is, you know, am I going to go to eat a salad for lunch or eat McDonald's? Like which one of those is a vote for the kind you really of guy? You really sell salads at McDonald's, so, right? <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> so, uh, you get the point though. No. So speaking of yeah. this is kind of a side thing, I saw somebody the other day on the carnivore diet, which yeah. you've, toyed around with and had yeah, success I love with it. yes i'm uh, going we went to mcdonald's and ordered like 12 yes quarter pounder patties or whatever i may or may not have done something similar really? quite a few times how much that cost yeah i didn't get that many but. i feel like his was like 17 bucks that's not bad 18 bucks no. i mean you go to a restaurant here and pay more than that yeah, yeah. yeah so i think too you know when it comes to it you know again this is being released in in middle of january so you're kind of well on your way uh hopefully um, but some of you might be kind of struggling right now because I mean this is about the time where it starts to kind of like really hit the fan, you know, and get get difficult. I think the mistake that a lot of people make is they jump out there and they say, you know, I, I need to I need to be better physically fit in whatever way that looks like. So I'm going to do these 17 things. I'm gonna I'm gonna join CrossFit and I'm gonna make sure I go five days a week and then I'm gonna go for runs on Saturday and I'm gonna you know do this on Sunday and. I'm going to, you know, eat this like extremely restrictive diet and they put all these things into place. And I think what we've already kind of stumbled on here is sometimes small changes like getting enough sleep, uh, drinking enough water, just getting steps in, even if it's walking, didn't have to be running at a, at a full sprint. Uh, just little things like that, uh, consistently done over time can make a massive difference. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, if you're listening to this and, and maybe you're kind of hitting the wall or, or struggling a little bit, you might have to think about, you know, have you have you taken off too big of a chunk? Are you trying to do too much, uh, trying to make too much progress? Uh, like in my case, I've heard this said many times, like I've put the weight on over years. It's unrealistic yeah. for me to think I'm going to get it off in like two months. You know what I mean? This yeah. has been years in the making. It's probably going to take some time to get it off and, and to be healthy. You know, there, there's some reprogramming and some stuff along the way. And I think one of the biggest kind of pitfalls we run into is uh, just trying to do too much and expecting too much, uh, re- too many results in a very short amount of time when it's really more slow, steady progress over time, which is maybe counterintuitive, but that is much more effective. S- you know, small steps consistently done over time is way more effective than big chunks every now and then. Yeah. You know, agreed. We like that metric, though, like the here and now, like yeah. I mean, we live in a in a society of instant gratification, right? I mean, we want what we want. We want it now. Yeah. I mean, right, right. That's mm. J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> it's my money and I want it now. Right. Eight, seven, seven, yeah. cash now, man. <laughs> Eight, seven, seven, cash now. Anyways, but I mean, I feel like that's the thing. Like, like we don't want to put in the hard work or we, we're not disciplined enough to stay with it because we're not seeing results that that yeah. was my story for the longest time it's like okay i want to i want to lose weight i mean there was there was a time in my life where you know i grew up and my nickname was skinny jay yeah. and so i mean i was that because i was a little a little twerp i mean then you were just <laughs> there was a time when you were just jay, just jay. <laughs> now you're getting back you're like, now, you're now, now you're skin jay <laughs> i don't have the knee yet Slam. like uh, but but for real like there was a time where i'm like i can, I can barely tie my shoes without losing my breath which was just stupid and yeah. kind of going back to that thing you're like like I feel attacked, but go ahead. <laughs> That's why I wear slip-ons, but go ahead. Go ahead. I haven't tied my shoes in years to beat that. But but it's like, you know, I, I would I would try. I'm like, man, it's just not. No results. Well, I mean, you've only eaten right three days a week, you know, yeah. and then you eat however you want the last four or whatever. And, and I know it's not all diet, but it's, it's the consistency behind it. So, yeah. yeah, like in regards to that, I know we're talking about physical today, but, 
you know, like with Hunter and some of his spiritual stuff, um, he already had a good plan in place. I just helped him think about it in smaller chunks. Even while we were talking about it, he's like, well, I can add this and add this. And I was like, no, bro, just stick, stick to this first. Get really good at this, and it's going to kind of just grow organically yeah, over yeah. time, you know. And so I think it's a real temptation to just try to break off too much or, you know, uh, you know. I, I think sometimes, like, we're planning on going on a cruise this summer. And I think sometimes having a goal like that or something in the future, you know, can be helpful. But I think a lot of times, too, it puts a lot of pressure on people that, like, okay, I've got this thing, and I've got a wedding in six months. I need to look great for that. And so you put a lot of pressure on yourself, and it ends up actually – kind of backfiring on you i think for some people it works and some people it don't you just have to be honest about yeah. the kind of person you are and if that's actually motivating or not but i think for the vast majority of people um you know it's not about a certain date or a certain i know even me when i was looking at some weight loss goals i actually quit even putting like numbers down you know what i mean it's not like it's an easy thing to do it's like okay i want to lose you know 10 pounds this month you know, um, you may you might can do everything right and still not quite hit that. You know, better goals are, okay, I want to eat on plan. I want to drink my water. I want to get my steps in. You know what I mean? I can I can control that every day. Now, whether the pounds actually kind of roll off or not, uh, like I think they should, it's kind of out of my control. But what is in control is what I do today and if I do the things I know I need to do. And so, again, just, just different ways of thinking about it uh, and just kind of reprogramming our thoughts about – you know these 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 arbitrary deadlines that we put on things uh it really is you know these these small steady changes that transform our life that stick habits that stick over yeah. time you know mm-hmm. i would the only thing i w- i think that's great the only thing i would add too is like like when you talk about physical activity like getting like just getting steps is a great place to start like yeah. like you don't have to go to CrossFit five or six times a week. If CrossFit works for you, great. Absolutely. If CrossFit doesn't yeah. work for you, find what does work for you yeah. and be active in that. Like, it, I think anything that's active and that's helpful is good. Yeah. So whether that's cycling or just doing bro sessions, pickleballs all the rage these days. Pickleball, you can, you can kind of yeah. get heart rates up that. You know, like even like just playing pickup football with your kids if you got that. Like yeah. just be active. Like yeah. get moving. Like get off your device. Get off like your chair and actually like get some activity like anything is good find what you love and do that i like to get off your device thing yeah and we were hiking Mm -hmm. last week it was there was no service yeah it was great it was awesome and it was all physical activity didn't love that part quite as much (laughs) but (laughs) But that's just so accomplished oh yeah man oh yeah dude it was amazing i think that's another i may or may not have cried a little bit (laughs) for real (laughs) i'm just like man this is beautiful i really feel like there's something to like you get to a certain age and like you can insulate your life so much where you don't really do difficult things anymore and you need to be yeah. challenged yeah, and you good. need to put yourself in a position where like I'm going to do this. I do not want to do this, but I'm going to do this. Yeah. So I know it's good for me. You need those sure. things more in your life. We do that with our kids all the time. We force them to do things they don't want to do because they're kids. But when you get yeah. older, that goes away and you've got to kind of do that yourself. And that's yeah. a game changer for your mind and your and your forward progress too. Yeah. I'm not advocating this for people, especially that are just starting out, but isn't that part of the cold plunge thing too? Yes. I mean, for you, like uh, I know that has a lot of health benefits, but yeah. a lot of it's just mental. Like I don't want to do this. I know it's good for me. I'm going to force myself to do something. So I got my little portable cold plunge in June, and I was doing it religiously four to five times a week yeah. through Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of tweaked my back, yeah. and then it kind of got cold outside. <laughs> and like – Last week, 
I don't think I think I cold plunged Friday and Saturday. Yeah. But like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I wussed out completely. Yeah. And it was all in my head because it's awful. Yeah. And like I honestly don't know what it like you hear about what it does beneficially for your body and stuff like yeah. opens up your veins or does something. I don't really even know the health benefits. I do know it changes your mindset like I hate this. I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then you get but out and you're like, yeah, it did it. I feel good. Yeah, yeah the one time cold. I did it, when I got out, I felt fantastic. Joe Rogan, um, he has a cold plunge that he keeps it at 34 degrees. He says the first thing he does is walks down to his gym, gets in the cold plunge for three minutes, and then works out. And I'm oh. thinking, that is worse. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. says, then he goes, I do not want to do it every single time. He goes, but yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, like, it's a discipline thing. It's a mindset mm-hmm. thing. It's a challenge yourself thing. It's yeah. a – you need to do difficult things. You need to put yourself in uncomfortable positions because you grow. Yeah. Like so I'm definitely to. not advocating that people go out and do that particular thing. I just know for you – I mean, to the point – you are pretty healthy, like I said, nutri- nutritionally and exercise and all that kind of stuff. And so for you – like, doing a really hard workout for you, doing a Murph or something like that is pretty normal for you, something you can kind of handle. And so for you, that next step was, okay, to do something I don't want to do, I'm going to get in this cold water – um, you know, there's benefits to it. And I don't want to do it, and so I'm going to make myself do it. I think it's, I think it's really cool for sure. And I think for the rest of us, you know, for for some people, getting those 10,000 steps a day is great the step. same exact thing of you yep. getting in that cold water. Yeah, you know, agree. like that's super difficult. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. That's um, manageable. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. life life is busy. Life yeah. is fast. Yeah, and if but, you have those unsustainable kind of yeah goals that you want to do, the physical domains that you want to do, and then life just gets busy, and you have yeah. three you know bad days in a row, but if then you, you just lose it. Yeah. But but like Randy was saying earlier, if you do get the 10,000 steps and you do that every day and yeah. you start with that, there comes a point where like that's just normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's not hard anymore. Yeah. And then you can add to that and say, okay, well, then three times a week I'm going to do some basic weight training with dumbbells. And, like, you just kind of Mm -hmm. progress there, and then that gets normal, and you just kind of add to it. Like, you don't just start in going six days a week at CrossFit or whatever. Like, I mean, you can, but that's just not sustainable for most people. We had that exact conversation. I think you texted me that, you know, about the journaling. You know, I'm at at the point now. It's just, you know, it's just a normal process every morning. You just wake up and do it. Yeah. Develop another part of the life. It's great. So, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, one other thing, it just popped into my mind too. I, and again, we've already covered this, and we're professionals here, so just kind of w- <laughs> going in circles here. But I know, like a there's a really popular program, um, and it's good for some people. But I, there's so many people that, like that 75 hard. Yeah, is one of those things where uh, you know you're working out like twice a day, amongst other things, you know, reading all that kind of. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a really really good program, and uh, for a lot of people, you know, they're able to complete it. But the vast majority of people, it's 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 biting off more than they can yep. do when they go from nothing to trying to get all those things in on a regular basis every day. It's it's really difficult to do, and so. Um, again, I just go back over and over and over and over and over again to, you know, it's tied to the kind of person you want to be. It's tied to who God has called you to be. It's being mission ready uh, for all the things God has called you to do. Uh, so, you know, your mind is sharp, your energy levels up and just starting small with things uh, that are within your control. And it might even be one thing that's in your within your control, you know. Um, and uh, and just incrementally, not not biting off more than you can chew, not bite, not taking out big chunks, but just realizing that, you know, I'm going to take some steps today. Like you get up every morning and decide, okay, this is who I want to be. These are the things I'm going to do, uh, and it's manageable things, things that are well within your control, um, and and being consistent in those areas. And I think that's I think that's where it at. That's where it's at with this physical stuff. I think that consistency is is the key. You know, like I really equate our hike and. Like it was a long hike, and there was a point where they literally told me, 
we will not take you away from here. You have to complete this. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. every step counts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every step counted. Every step was closer to the end goal. And I never thought the goal would come. But you can look back on it. You're like, yeah, this is great. And I feel like it's it's the same way. Like, you know, you, you, you may not be counting your steps, but like every every step matters. Like every day yeah. matters. And, yeah. and it's just maybe it's a small thing, but it's got to be sustainable. And yeah. Yeah, anyway. I would say for sure in the in regards to physical health, start small, find what works for you and make it better. And if it doesn't work, find something else. Yeah. yeah. Like some yeah. not non negotiable laying or water and sleep, but like yeah. as far as like what you're actually doing with your physical regimen and like what kind of food you're eating, what diets you're on, what you what, like your rules or whatever, like just find what works for you and then do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, man, like the goal of this podcast is not to drive business to Josh, but for some people, they do need the accountability and the help of somebody who's been there, done that, and can help them through it, you know. Um, and so, you know, maybe for some people, that's the next step is actually deciding that you're going to get involved with the program or you're going to – that's what is good about CrossFit and yeah. the boot camp program there's here. Accountability. Is, there's accountability. There's community. And you don't have to come up with your workouts. All you you literally just have to show up, and yeah. that's that's the mental battle is just getting up and showing up. Yeah. The rest is done for you. And so uh, maybe some place like Link or some other place, you know, might be what you need to help. You know, help you frame some of this and help you take the steps that you need, give you the accountability you need, um, and to kind of help you think through some of this stuff. Um, and so fact, the accountability has been incredibly essential i think for my success as good or bad as it is but um, you know i've 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 been able to maintain that because of the i mean almost simply because like hey here's your plan you follow it like you're doing it how'd you do and you're gonna uh, well not good or what you know i have multiple clients that like they don't necessarily need information they just need to know that somebody's gonna check on them every day for sure and that there's that like the text to check in and like we talk through the good the bad and the ugly but like Knowing that the text is coming the next day helps them make good decisions today because they know they're going to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And so we have seen a lot of success. It's really cool. It's fun. I was scrolling through your Instagram page. And I mean, like, just some really dramatic things. So I, I, anyways, We've got some more testimonies that should be posted by the time this podcast come out comes out, like going into the new year. It's really cool. Well, y'all have anything else to add to this? Life domains. Who knows how many we're going to get to? Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's a great structure. I, I don't know. What, what What do you call it? Lifestyle. I mean, I guess that's why. I just think I, it's a great I, I way to structure it, your life. I just think about it like these these big pillars of my life, the foundations. Like are, you lay your head on them at night. Not a pillow, a pillar. <laughs> oh, you said a pillar. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the trailer park growing up, that's what we used to sleep on pillars. Pillars. Did go fishing in the creek as well? Yeah, I just think about these as far as like just pillars of my life and foundations, like the part of my life that I need to just kind of check up on yeah. and make sure they're healthy. Um, again. I've said it a million times, but to be the kind of guy that God has called me to be, I think these are the things that I need to make sure are healthy uh, and at least kind of moving in the right direction. And our physical health is a big one. They're all connected, as we've said, uh, and the physical health is a big piece of that puzzle, man. It takes care of a lot of the other ones. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate your expertise. And, and hopefully if you're listening and, and maybe you're struggling with this, like just be encouraged one step at a time. What, what would be just a final, just a little snippet, tidbit of advice that you can go like a little nugget? little nugget of truth probably start smaller than you think okay and then just be consistent reach out to somebody if you're struggling good yep those two i think those yeah. are great ones uh, yeah i don't really have much to add to that because i can confirm one text patio sit boom yeah. routine is it's going good good I just took a small conversation yeah consistency and accountability right consistency yeah. for would be mine every step matters is what 
you know, literally got me through that. Every step matters. Every step matters. Good, but in, in life, like I was, yeah. Know. Yeah. I would maybe leave with that, with that, uh, James clear quote, man, that every action that we take is a vote for the kind of person that you want to be. So every, everything that you do is, you know, like you said, it, it's a step towards, um, it's a building block, right? It's a, it's a step towards the kind of person you want to be. So. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Perfect. James Clear. So Atomic Habits, great book. If you haven't read it, right. it's a it's a all book. It's a book about habits, and you talking about starting small. He he discusses that at length in that book, and he talks about having you know some of his clients that wanted to start exercising. Like they would literally just set out their clothes, not actually exercise. They just got in the habit of setting out their clothes. They got in the habit of uh, lacing up their running shoes. Then actually go running. They just put the running shoes on. Um, then he, you know, got them just out the door, maybe to the mailbox and back. Uh, and then, you know, they were able to build the habit over time. So it's it's a really good, but there's, there's so much wisdom, uh, you know, outside of the Bible that atomic habit books has a, it's packed with wisdom. 1% better every day. There you go. So I'm, I'm kind of a nerd. I know this, we've talked about my everyday carry, all that kind of stuff. There's a a pen that I've had my eye on called the Baron fig and it's. Sounds fancy. Yeah, it kind of is. And it has like, you know, a little desk stand, no clip. So it's kind of like a desk pen. Um, but he, they, they have a series from Atomic Habits. So really high fa- fancy pens uh, on the affordable level. Three quotes from Atomic Atomic Habits. <laughs> atomic Habits. 1% better every day. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. systems. Come on. Mm-hmm. And then every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. So Love it, man. For 50 bucks, you can get a pen like that and write with it and have it on your desk. And Speaking of pens, did you know that Josh got a an outer space pen that writes upside down, dude? It's not an outer space oh. pen. It's a Fisher space pen. <laughs> oh, my bad. And I got it from our uh, church staff Christmas party, and, and it was amazing. He was so excited. Like The table has all the staff and their spouses there, and he was geeking yeah. out, like freaking out <laughs> about this. Awesome. It was so funny. So we'll talk about Fisher space pen sometime in the future, but we don't have to. But It's a whole uh, podcast in and of itself. It could be, because it writes anywhere. Pressurized ink, so it never goes dry, right? So, so it never skips. All that to say, I love field notes, and we've talked about this before. I have an affinity for field notes. This is a field notes branded Fisher Space Pen, and it's got like this display case, so where it like nestles itself in the moon. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not no, the I don't real moon. <laughs> I can show you a picture. I'll show you a picture. But anyways, it's really it's pretty. It's it's chrome and it has field notes etched on it whoever I, got that for you nailed it man whoever, dr yeah. palmer oh, jim palmer hey, yeah. so yeah. I, yeah. I said josh have you used your pen and his response was no, no, it's on I display have, man i have it on display it's pretty yeah. cool you that idiot awesome. would use his pen exactly. <laughs> it's like super short and you can take the cap off and it extends it to make it a full-size pen so that it like you can just kind of put it wherever you know lose it that's easily. cool lose it easily that's yeah. why it's on display you can lose yeah. it with your field notes and then... <laughs> i love it i think it's awesome so i've had a Fisher Space Pen before, but that one is is, is really cool because it was a gift from somebody that I respect, and uh, it's it's nice, you know. Well and, done, Doctor Farmer. Yeah, and it Palmer, comes in. Well done. <laughs> All right, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys and gals listening. As always, till next time. From this bye. Time. See you later. Bye bye.